Hey everyone and welcome to The Daily Word. Really glad that you have joined me and for our Daily Word today we're going to go into 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and we're going to kind of launch off of what's known as the the prayer of of Jabez and if uh, you uh, attend worship with us uh, you know that I've actually been in a sermon series on the prayer of Jabez. So we're not going to dig into the actual content, but I, I first want to tell you a quick glory sighting that is really one of my favorites uh, of, of late. And uh, some of you all who are in worship will have, have heard this story, but I'll kind of go through that quickly and then we'll jump off of that thinking today about prayer. And so the first Sunday of that sermon series, which was a couple weeks ago, I uh, had just finished with the 945 service, our contemporary service, and uh, a, a fella and his wife and his grandson came up, introduced themselves, and told me that he was, uh, he was a, a retired pastor and that he had been given the opportunity, it felt like God called him to it, to start a church toward the end of his ministry. And he said that that church had really struggled to kind of take root and take off for a couple of years. and. His daughter gave him a copy of the book, The Prayer of Jabez. Said he started praying that every day, faithfully praying it every day, and that it was at that point that the church really took root, really took off, and grew from 20, 30 people to, I think he said, 750 people uh, in a fairly short span of time. And I'll tell you, um, I, I really feel like God orchestrated that. Like that was. A divine appointment. He was visiting. They probably will never be back to our church because they were just kind of coming through town on vacation. Um, we, we may never see them again before heaven, but I'm convinced that God had them here uh, partially to encourage the heart of that pastor and, and his wife to just encourage them and bless them because of their faithfulness in, in starting that, that church. And I think part of it, too, was, was to bless us and for us to see the gracious hand of our God uh, just being so kind and, and thoughtful and attentive and, and showing up to, to bless and to, to let us know that, that He's there and that He cares about us and that He's with us in what, he's, what He has us up to. Now, I, I do want to point out, and this is kind of where we're going to jump off in talking about prayer, that that. There is nothing magic about the prayer of Jabez. God has it in His Word, and so it seems clear to me that we're meant to take it as, it as an example, that these are the sort of things we can pray about, and this is a way that we can be in prayer. And, and I, I think that it's important, though, to, to not look at this as like some sort of a magic incantation, that if you pray these exact words, that God's going to do what you want uh, Him to do. I, I don't think that's, that's the larger point. And the reason I believe that, that this pastor's praying of the prayer of Jabez consistently, the, the reason that that advanced the church is because this, this pastor was reminded in this to be consistently before God in prayer, to pray specifically for the intervention of God, for the power of God to be unleashed, in the ministry of that church, it wasn't magic words. It, it was the faithful prayers to a faithful God. And, and, and so I want to encourage us. I think this is what God has put on my heart. Encourage us in persistent prayer. 
Now, we, I think, need, need to understand exactly what that means. Um, the, there is a, a word from Jesus where uh, he says in Matthew chapter 6 and beginning at verse 7, he says, when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them. For your father knows exactly what you need before you even ask him. And, and so certainly this is a, a caution against what was a, a pagan practice of repeating certain phrases. And the belief was that somehow repeating those phrases uh, unlocked some divine power or you almost sort of force uh, the gods, lowercase g, into doing something for you. And uh, essentially, Jesus is saying here, listen, God knows what you need. You, you don't have to somehow convince God to do it for you. Uh, you, you, don't have to, um, you don't have to say phrases. You don't have to work. You can go before your Father. He is your Father. You, you can ask Him for things. And, and as Jesus says elsewhere, if we who, who are evil know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will, will our Heavenly Father give us good gifts? And in addition to that, as we're thinking about persistence in prayer, this is not a word where, uh, where some, some would think, okay, I, I can only pray about this situation once. And once I pray about it, I have to stop or I'm doing this vain repetition that Jesus spoke against. That's not what Jesus means here. I, I'm, I'm convinced of this, that He wants us to be persistent in prayer. And He wants us to bring the situations we're concerned about before Him because that is an act of entrusting that situation to Him, of, of entrusting it to Him, of asking for His intervention, looking for His intervention uh, to His glory. Just like the pastor who prayed this prayer of Jabez, God honored that persistent prayer. And, and so we read in the Gospel of Luke, this is chapter 18, a very clear word calling us to persistence. One day, Jesus told His disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. And He goes on to tell the story of the persistent widow who goes before this unjust judge, and it's by her sheer persistence that she gets the judge to do what is right, to do, do what is just. And the point of it is not that God is an unjust judge, of course. The point is that God is, is ready. You don't have to convince God. You go before Him and you keep coming to Him with your concerns. And you can know that God will, He will act and do the right thing, the good thing, at the right time. As a matter of fact, when you get to the end of that, that section in verse 8, Jesus says, I tell you, He will grant justice to them quickly, but when the Son of Man returns, how many will He find on earth who have faith? And it's actually that persistence in prayer that is a demonstration of our faith, that we, we know that God is good. We know that He is powerful. We know that He loves us. We know He's faithful to His promises in His Word. And so we are continuing to come before God in faithful, persistent prayer. As a matter of fact, and we'll end with this, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says simply in the New Living Translation, never stop praying. Never stop praying. Let's continue to go before the Lord with all that concerns us, entrusting our lives to Him, asking for His intervention. He is good. He is our Heavenly Father. 
We are, by the grace of Jesus, His children. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.